PJ of America to move headquarters to Frisco, bringing jobs, innovation, and championship matches. Frisco residents sound off about Universal Theme Park. PJ will bring innovation, economic impact to Frisco with headquarters moved. Here are voices Frisco residents speak out against Universal Studios. These two projects literally border each other, but one community is too mad and one community is very happy. Here's the thing, when you buy a new construction property, there's gonna be open land next to you and you have literally no control over what happens because you don't own it. You should expect something to be built there, except for in one scenario, which we'll talk about in a second. Let's go. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time homebuyer show where we help millennials figure out how in the world do I buy my first home? Today we're talking about green belts and no, it has nothing to do with karate. But let me tell you a story real quick. So my wife and I, when we bought this home we're sitting in right now, it's a new construction property. We weren't necessarily looking for new construction, but it found our way to us and we were like, hey, I think new construction is the move. Well, one of the first homes we found in this neighborhood was a, a model or a spec home, a home that is already built. And I remember going in the property, it's the exact same model that we're in now and being enamored because when you walk through the front door, there's a big bay window in the back and you can see from the front door all the way out to the back of the window as far as the eye can see unobstructed view because this part of the street was just up on the elevation so I was like wow I was just sitting in that, that back area like man this is going to be an awesome view I kind of love this model I love this house and my wife had to tap me on the shoulder and be like um well that is the view of this house this is not necessarily going to be our view and it 100% actually is not going to be our view because this is not the house we're buying. This house is already under contract. So we love this model home, but that view is not going to be ours. That's what you need to understand when you're buying new construction property. The view you see now will change. Think about it. You're paying $400,000, $500,000 for a 50 foot lot. Do you think that the developer is going to leave all the open land behind you just open for your viewing pleasure? No. Why in the world would they do that? So Here's what you need to understand when you're buying a new construction property. What the property around you is zoned for. It will be broken down into three things. It'll most likely be residential because it's in the neighborhood you're purchasing the property. On the outskirts of the neighborhood, it may be commercial, meaning there may be stuff like apartments, grocery stores, um, other businesses, or it may be number three, mixed use, meaning it'll be maybe residential and commercial. And what you really wanna find out is who owns that property especially if it's commercial because if it's commercial they may do anything with it but if the builder or like the developer owns the property most likely i mean they're going to turn it into a commercial space but most likely they're going to do something with it to enhance the value of the neighborhood around it oh and actually i forgot the last classification which is number four the topic of the day green belts but if you're on the outskirts of the neighborhood meaning that you're at the edge of the residential area Please understand what commercial or mixed development could mean. It could mean they plop down an apartment building right in your backyard, essentially. And that's what a lot of these master plan communities are doing. The whole goal is to build a community that you never have to leave. So it's like, okay, you're starting off your life journey. Okay, you get an apartment that's in the community. You get a little bit more financially stable. And you're like, okay, I'm in the community, their apartments. Well, let me just actually, I like the area. Let me move into these residential units that are behind me. And also typically in these same neighborhoods, they are 
like over 55 plus communities. So you can move into those communities too. You never have to leave the area. You may be thinking, man, apartments, they, they suck. They, they bring down the value of the neighborhood. So honestly, they, they do a little bit, but the whole goal is that if you're a person in an apartment that's looking to transition into a home, you probably will take care of the area a little bit better because you're like, hey, I want to kind of upgrade to a home eventually. But so you take more ownership in the community, even though you don't actually own anything. But let's get to the scenario where there'll actually be nothing built in that area. It is called a green belt. So let me read the definition of a green belt for you. It's basically policy and land use zone designated in land use planning to retain areas of largely undeveloped wild or agricultural land surrounding a neighborhood or urban area. A green belt is an invisible line designating a border around a certain area, preventing development of that area, allowing wildlife to return and be established. So there are a couple of reasons that green belts get set up. So as I mentioned, there's like wildlife. It wants to be a designated area for just stuff to look good, right? Another thing is it may be in an area that the builder just can't build in. So they classify it as a green zone to kind of, or a green belt in order to meet that requirement. So it may be an area where there's like um, power lines kind of going through the area. You, you can't build homes within a certain distance of a power line. It may be like a, a drainage area. So there, these master plan communities, they have to be areas for like the water to drain, like a retention pool. Whatever the reason is, it's the same result. Nothing will be built there. And another thing to think about, even if the area is zoned for maybe commercial or residential or mixed use, those classifications just can be changed. Like the builder just has to put in like a request to change the classification. Now, they won't change an area like right in the middle of a community from like residential to commercial, but on the outskirts, they can do what they want to do as long as there's reason to do it. Even if it is a bogus reason, you probably aren't going to show up to the zoning and planning meeting in order to process. So it's just going to happen. Green belts are great and can bring a lot of value to your home. Like if you're buying a home in a new community, a lot of times you have to pay like what's called a lot premium to get a home that's like across from a green belt. So like in my situation where I live, there's actually a green belt right across the street from me. So it's great because I have no neighbors across the street from me. Um, it's a big field. My dog has his own personal dog park. So that is a huge win for me. And so it's a great benefit when I'm going to sell the property. It's like, hey, this is one of the few houses in the neighborhood that has no across the street neighbors. And if you got a dog, hey, you got your own dog park. When you're buying a new construction home, don't get so enamored by open fields or space that you don't own because they could put a 32 hole golf course or two 32 hole golf courses across from where you live, which will bring property values up. Or they could build a theme park literally right across the street from your neighborhood, kind of in your backyard as some residents have complained. So you can go to all the town hall meetings you want to, but you ultimately don't own the land. And there's billion dollar, $100 million deals being made and you processing and shaking your fist honestly is not going to do anything, which was the situation in this scenario. Like the folks in the neighborhood tried to protest to get the theme park canceled, but of course, things went on and the theme park is coming, unfortunately for them, but a huge benefit for everybody else that's just a little bit further away from the theme park. If the locations had been flipped, the same community that's celebrating the PGA would be upset at the Universal Studios and vice versa. That just is what it is. It's a roll of the dice with new construction. Who knows what will be built there? I've been in my community for six years and they had a huge open space. And so one thing they built was, of course, they built an apartment complex. They built a storage facility. Those were the first two things they built. And I was like, oh, this sucks. This brings no value to the community. Since then, they built a Starbucks 
not really my thing, but folks like Starbucks, they're building some other restaurants in front of the community and hopefully at some point bring a grocery store to the community as well, which will make property values go like this. But if they don't bring it, I'm not going to be, I'll be disappointed, but I won't be upset because I know there's no promises because I don't own the land, so I don't dictate what will be built there. So your takeaway from this episode is if you see a big open field or plot of land near where you're buying your home, Figure out what it's zoned for. Specifically ask the builder if they say nothing will be built there. Is it designated as a green belt? The answer is no. There is a 100% chance something will be built there. Always think about what you paid for your house and wonder why the builder would do nothing to bring value to the land right across from your line of sight. Right? Doesn't that make sense? Well, if you're looking to buy a home here in the Dallas area and have questions about Greenbelt, reach out to me or in any 50 states, I can help you with my national referral network. But as always, buy land. Rumor has it they're not making any more of it.